We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. And we're back, people. Welcome back to Esports Rewind Podcast. My name is Jake. This is Zan. How you doing, Zane? Hey, you know, I'm slowly going blind, but aside from that, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, for any uh, audio <laughs> listeners out there, YouTube listeners, we were just talking about how Zan is slowly going blind. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is slowly going crazy. We hope you guys are enjoying <laughs> yourselves. And welcome back to the weekly Esports Rewind. Mm. Zan, want to hit him with that intro and we can get running here? Yeah, you know what? Let's mix it up a little bit this week. Uh, you know, as you guys may be aware, mm. we've been nominated as Esports Content Creator of the Year oh, in wow. the Esports Awards. You're so, gonna, you're yeah, drop that. yeah, you know what? Might as well have the good people out there support us. So if you're listening, <laughs> if you enjoy our content, by all means, go support us at esportsawards.com slash vote, I believe it is. Yes. Yeah, we're right there. Go give us a vote if you enjoy us, uh, by all means, if you think we should win, which I think we should. Yeah, and I, I a quick thank you to all of you guys listening. You mm. don't have to vote. Honestly, a nomination for us was, was a huge victory. Yeah, like that's yeah. Just... I think we were just honored to be included on that list with all those like really high level it's members of the community. Wack, yeah, right. We're, we're right? on a list with like Nade Shot uh-huh. and Hex and like ESPN people. It's it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, besides that, anything left for that intro? Uh, yeah. Uh, aside from that, as always, check us out on the Prediction Esports Talk Network. 
Uh, well, not the Esports Talk Network, but you know, as Esports <laughs> Talk on the Prediction Network. I'm sorry, I'm still thinking, but yeah, my I, my eyesight is like really throwing me off. It's a real bad day for it. Are <laughs> right, you ready to roll with this? Yeah, yeah, let's hit it. All right, here's some crazy stories. And some crazy news this past week. We've actually talked about a lot in the past. That being things that never happened in esports and gaming. Moves that were never made but could have been made. Uh, we talked about in the past long, long time ago. That being Nate Shot when he left Optic Gaming. Obviously had his options. He has now started 100 Thieves. One of the more successful brands in esports. But could have been a FaZe Clan co-owner. We found out this past week. Mm. Uh, brought to us by the NRG Duocast. Both CEOs over NRG. That being Hex. That being Andy Miller. Talking about Hector's options when he too unfortunately left Optic Gaming, mm. which he did reveal, Zan, was actually FaZe Clan on that list. Yeah, uh, yeah. As he actually talked himself up, of course, when you build up Optic Gaming, you're going to have options and opportunities afterwards. FaZe Clan, Envy, 100 Thieves, NRG, amidst, amongst many others, I'm sure he had offers to. Of course, he chose NRG. So my little bounce to you mm. is, first of all, how crazy it is to think about the what-if moment if we saw a guy like FaZe Hex and do you think he made the right choice? Uh, first of all, absolutely. I think he's at the right place. NRG feels like such a perfect fit for Hex. Like just the way the whole organization works and like the vibe every single member of their team has. I mean, of course, Hex has brought over a lot of optic to NRG at yeah. this point. So obviously they're gonna mesh really well, but I think it makes a lot of sense to see Hex at NRG. It would have been wild if he was a FaZe clan, but in a way, and not to throw shade at FaZe, not aggressively so, <laughs> but FaZe feels a little immature for Hex. If you know what I, if you know what I'm getting at, you know. Yeah, I, I would definitely say the culture does not fit Hex's brand. And again, that's not to throw shade. That's just a mm. difference of you know when you look at certain organizations, you get different vibes and different styles. That's why they all have different fans. Exactly. You know, a lot of fans will choose one organization and stick with said organization because they kind of blend with them. I, I would agree with you. I don't necessarily think I see a phase Hex. You know, being the right vibe. Not to say he probably wouldn't have made it work. I, oh, he absolutely would have. I think that would have yeah. been nuts. Uh, the point I made in our video about this was, unfortunately, 100 Thieves backed out of Call of Duty. So I don't think that was going to be an option for Hex. Mm. And then with the Atlanta phase, FaZe Clan chose the Atlanta phase for their Call of Duty team. That doesn't necessarily allow Hex to branch out with his own kind of thing like the Huntsman. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it could have been Envy. could have been NRG. Ever since he joined NRG, obviously they're making just... Continue to make and tremendous moves. And, moves. Yeah. and so I, I think he made the right choice, uh, but I, I do think it would have been crazy to see him go somewhere else and see what he could have built there. Uh, but it's just crazy to see as we slowly find out what moves could have been, right? 100 Thieves could have had Shroud, could have had Logic, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Face Clan could have had Nade Shot, could have had, had Hex. It's always a fun talking point to find out what if. All right, Jake, speaking of things we've never seen before in esports, let's talk about the very unique way in which the Overwatch League is currently falling apart. Like, just in the past several months, we've seen, I was just realizing this just this morning, I don't think there's a single pro in the league so far that I care about. Like, literally all the pros that I, like, paid attention to, that I was into, they're all gone. I, I don't want to offend people, and yeah. I, I, oh, I I agree with you. Continue. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's we, been tough if, to see. If we go down the list, I think it's more than fair to say. I mean, just recently we've had Rockus, Baby Bay, Tymu's gone. Marv, Zachary, yeah. not all of the mm -hmm. Overwatch League pros, but that's just mm. in the last... Yeah, last month. couple months. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then of course you Kai look towards Kai's gone. the big signings like Sinatra, and mm -hmm. of course a lot of the streamers also going to Valorant because yep, viewership's yep. better there now too. Mm -hmm. Viewership and pay, mm -hmm. like it's like across the board. I think 
pros are just not seeing much of a future in Overwatch, and I don't think the community is either at this point. Like, I think we all have hope. I think we all want Overwatch to succeed. I think we all want it to do well, but the format just isn't working out. And we've seen that time and time again. We've seen stuff like uh, from <clears> coaches <throat> uh, saying things along the lines of like the 30 hours required practice time leading up to every single match is just insane. You know, the travel was ridiculous before the pandemic put that to a stop. And overall, Jake, my question to you is, do you think there's a way to revive the Overwatch League at this point? Or do you think they should just scrap the whole concept, start over from uh, day one? Oh, God. You know, it's tough because we've never been here. Yeah. You know, as much as we want to say, oh, this could be the death of Overwatch, we don't have any idea. Mm. We have no clue. We have never had a franchise league face this kind of, I would say, trouble and worry and concern as many pros, if not have left, have complained. Many coaches and staff have had the same complaints as well. Everyone offering up their own solutions for a fix, and everyone's left wondering, can you actually fix a franchise league when... It, I mean, can it be fit? I don't know. I don't. I don't mm -hmm. know if this game has a future. We slowly await Overwatch Two, which has been delayed, and, and to go off of all the pros leaving. Yeah, you know, I mean, then you look towards individual teams that we've talked about that have had some really, really big struggles. Just most recently, that being the Dallas Fuel. I mean, losing I think a grand total of four people mm -hmm. in three days on that roster. We've seen entire rosters be lost during this these past many months as well. I, I can't. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you to be honest, because yeah. I've never been here before. That's more than fair. I mean, I don't think anybody really has a surefire solution here, especially because I think a lot of people were hoping Overwatch Two would be the fix, but now with uh, BlizzCon announcements even being delayed into yep. 2021, I don't think it's likely we're getting Overwatch Two releasing until like maybe at the earliest like Q1 2021, probably and, more likely Q2. And I and I think because I, we maybe maybe we're gonna have an announcement towards the end of this year. 2020, I think that would have been a kind of better timing for the, the hype that is dying out mm -hmm. for that. And, and of course, with the rise of Valorant, now, of course, we, we have to look in and analyze once Valorant really gets up and running, you know, and it really, really gets going and we start seeing some huge announcements for Valorant, is Overwatch 2 going to be too late? Yeah, that is a fair question. Because we're going to see a lot of pro players, especially during their offseason from Overwatch, maybe wonder, okay, is this it for for Overwatch? Can mm -hmm. I go to Valorant? Do I do I leave and go for something that has a, a brighter future? Mm -hmm. It's going to be a stark consideration for a lot of pros out there. Yeah, absolutely. I think with Valorant, what we're seeing is that it's not necessarily the cause of Overwatch players leaving their team, but it has certainly made that decision much, much easier. Yes. If you have like an easy alternative option where you get paid more you work better hours it's less stress you know and you're basically doing like as, as variant of the same thing no franchise restrictions uh, you're seeing a team like phase clan pick up it's an overwatch team yeah, and, and yeah. so you might be thinking to, to you and your buddies like hey we should leave after this season we should get a team together we mm -hmm. probably can get an offer from a mid-tier organization a lot less stress you know close to the same pay and with that scene rising you know valorant's going to be at ease for a while next yeah, year or so definitely. we're going to see a lot of pros kind of just you know going with the flow and trying to adjust to the game mm -hmm. and its metas and its new agents and and that's can probably be seen as a lot less stressful than what current overwatch pros go through i don't know where we go from here I don't know if it can be saved, but the race and battle between Overwatch and Valorant is going to be very cool to watch over probably the next year or so. Absolutely. We've never seen something like this before. We never have, and I feel like <laughs> it's not the last time we're going to say that. Yeah, likely not. Before this is all done. 
And before the next topic, guys, a few quick words from this week's partners. It's Sunday, 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 and they're coming back to the NFL with NFLSundayTicket.tv. You can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams or favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. And have you ever heard of DealDash.com? It's the best, most honest bidding site where you can win things you never expect at a price you never believe. They have over a 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars. Here's how it works. It's like an auction, but every time starts at $0 and only goes up one cent every time you bid. The kicker is that the auction clock restarts after just 10 seconds. That means every time you bid, everyone else has 10 seconds to answer or the item is yours. If you go ahead and buy now, DealDash is offering our listeners an extra 100 free bids upon sign-up on top of their other discounts, go to dealdash.com and use offer code prediction with two E's or dealdash.fm forward slash prediction. That's D E A L D A S H dot FM forward slash prediction with two E's. And now back to the next topic. All right, I think we're on kind of a, a trend this episode mm, oh boy. when it comes to breaking new ground in the esports and gaming space. As Halo Infinite just confirmed, developers Woo! revealed that the game will in fact be free to play, the multiplayer component yes. at least, which is genius in my opinion. I think this is the way forward for Microsoft and for 343 and Halo because uh, I will say in the office, we were definitely concerned about the future of the game. 100%. We were wondering like, okay, Halo had like, like this lustrous, like amazing past as one of the first like huge, huge esports, like FPS esports at least. Bro, that was like as much as I want to say like Counter Strike was my background or like mm -hmm. RuneScape. Halo was like the also uh, Call of Duty as well, but Halo yeah. was definitely up there yeah, during it, a certain point of everyone's childhood. Uh huh. It stands like far, far and away apart from everything else as like a super unique moment in time, you know. And I, and I think the newer generation probably forgets that or wasn't a part of that. Yeah, likely not, especially since it's been like five years since we've had a new main. <laughs> it's been, a long, it's been a long freaking time. This yeah. is weird. <laughs> uh huh. Especially with like, not gonna lie, I used to be a huge, huge Halo fan. Like, read every single book that came out, played every game multiple times. I did not like Halo Four and Five. The three, four, three. Kind of killed my interest in the franchise not gonna lie but halo infinite going free to play is fascinating because i think this could be the thing that revives halo it's, it's gonna be a stretch no matter what mm, i definitely. think with so many great games out there and it's been a stagnated time for mm. halo yes they've had things ongoing here and there but i don't think it's been in the main limelight i don't i think it's a very fair assessment to make yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, but with it going free to play we've seen other games going the same exact model and i think that that barrier to entry now put down certainly gives a spark it does strike some concerns. People are worried mm. about microtransactions and the actual quality of the gameplay um, with the game being free to play. Uh, that usually maybe is offset by microtransactions or other ways to make up for it. Right. But, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't think I was going to be playing Halo, but now that it's free, I think I definitely will give it a shot. Mm. Yeah, it might as well since it's free, right? Yeah. It, it almost, all it costs you is like an hour to download it yeah. or whatever. <laughs> if my PC can handle it, which, uh -huh. you know, it, but either way, there are still personalities in the Halo scene. Even personalities that have taken breaks from going pro in Halo mm. because it fell off, and now it's back. It, it's going to be weird, you know, because with Fortnite, 
no one saw it coming. Absolutely. Uh, Apex saw its rise. I don't know if that was that was called the Fortnite killer, so it, it, it had more expectations. We've seen Valorant certainly has high expectations and high hype. Mm-hmm. I don't know where where Halo fits in that same in those categories. Yeah, Halo's probably in a very weird place because it has, like you said, all this nostalgia behind it, yeah. which really gives it a lot more juice than Valorant or Fortnite or Apex because those are all brand new properties. It's just how long can that nostalgia? How how far can that push? That's you? very true, and there is always the concerns about stuff like the graphical performance and just the performance of the game overall. Like realistically speaking, what we've seen of Halo so far does not look great. Like I was just playing Ghost of Tsushima. If you put Halo next to Ghost of Tsushima, Halo looks like a like a mobile game. Which is so weird because yeah. when when Valorant has bad graphics or yeah. not not expected graphics, people uh-huh. are like, it's an esport. It doesn't matter. The graphics the, the graphics being this way actually benefited as an esport. But mm. then when it comes to Halo, because I don't know why, why I, I, people look at it so differently. I, I think I know exactly the reason. It's because Riot came out early and they were like, hey guys, the graphics aren't going to be great. Uh, we're decreasing them intentionally. Oh, and then with yeah. Microsoft, they're like, Xbox Series X. No, yeah, they're like, this is the most powerful, powerful okay. console ever made. And Halo is That's like fair. the game. And everybody, we have certain expectations, I'd say. I would say it's fair to expect. That's very fair. Yeah, Halo, Halo should look good. And it doesn't. But, <laughs> yeah. but regardless, the multiplayer is going to be huge. And I think, like you mentioned earlier, other games have had huge success with having a free-to-play model work. Uh, just the other day, it was confirmed that the Call of Duty franchise overall is pulling in three million, almost $3 million every single day, with a large chunk of that being Warzone, the free-to-play title. So, I mean, obviously it works. We just got to hope that the microtransactions aren't too egregious. We've yeah, and very lastly, when it comes for an esports scene timing, I don't mm. know if it could be any worse because we've already seen yeah, Valorant, and you see all these organizations forking up cash for Valorant rosters, mm. and then on top of that, they're like, "Yo, Halo's back! You want to you want to get a Halo roster too?" Yeah, and when you yeah. when you compare side by side Halo versus Valorant, I don't think you're gonna see too many people going Halo 100 percent has my faith, has my full trust. Yeah, probably not at this stage, especially with how Halo's been in recent years. I think there's a lot of concern, justifiable concern, yeah. over the performance of the title for in just the audience overall. Yeah. So who knows what we'll see. Maybe we'll just see people doing like rosters where somebody plays half the time they spend playing Valorant, half the time they spend playing Halo. Uh, yeah, just, Try just, to save some money, some you weird don't, stuff. You just don't know at <laughs> yeah. this point. What do you guys think about the future of Halo Infinite mm. Esports? Will it take off? Will it be a success? Or will it let us down. And also this past week, Zane, we saw some gigantic streamers all taking breaks. The primary focus of this was going to be Pokimane, uh, taking a month off. Well-deserved. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of comments on both sides of this one, but I wanted to bring up other points because other streamers that are big names have also uh, been taking their breaks. And even other pros have been taking breaks as well during this wild, wild time. Of course, Pokimane's break is obviously timed around some other ongoing things that she has been called out for and some people call exposed for. Obviously, the the target of a lot of backlash, especially in the past couple of weeks, which is very unfortunate to see. But to maybe make it kind of a happier note, not the only one. You know, when you think about it, Doc has now been gone over a month and maybe enjoying that said break. To be fair, I don't know if you could call that a break. That's like a, it's a, kind four- of a forced break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I continue. That's like a timeout. I continue. Uh, Ninja and Shroud obviously mm. enjoying their breaks. Now, we don't know how their, their contracts did work. It was a rumor for a bit there that they actually could not announce their new platform uh, until uh, the actual day that Mixer shut down, which was a month after they announced the shutdown, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. They still have both not announced, though, so I'm going to assume, while 
whilst undergoing negotiations for new contracts, they're also probably enjoying that that said very lengthy time off during a very wild time of life. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the things that people forget about streaming because it does on the surface level seem like a very <clears throat> casual, very laid back job to have. You got to understand like all the stress that accompanies that because you kind of have to be like on in a camera ready, like personable, happy, energetic mode for so many hours out of the day, every single day. And if you take just one day off, even for a lot of people, that can result in huge losses. Yeah. And that's a very stressful thing to probably look at. Uh, I, I can only speak from a very, very little stance of this. And I, I honestly do think people kind of under underappreciate what streamers do. Like you mm. said, putting on a persona or personality or even trying to be a bit more energetic than usual on that camera mm. at all times. Whenever you're on that camera, whenever you're on stream, it can be so draining. We make, what, four, five, six videos a day over here. Let me tell you, it can be very draining to to be energetic during those times. You put all your mm. focus and energy into those videos. I can't imagine doing it for four, five, six, seven, eight hours a day. Yeah, every, every day. single day for like weeks on end. I mean, Pokimane said she hasn't taken like an extended break for six years. Yeah, and then to realize, like you mm. said, you take a day off or you take two days off and you're yeah. down 300, 500 subs and you're like, there, there's, I can't take more time off. I got to keep on going and going and, and going. And it kind of ruins the time off that you do take because I know in my mind, I would 100% be like, oh, I'm relaxing in bed right now. But, but this, I'm losing yeah, money. Every second I'm watching Netflix, I'm losing that. There is a sub gone. Yes. There is a sub gone. Like, I, and I, I think we've had the same mentality here. Mm. Like we've been on, luckily enough, thanks to all of you guys, we've been kind of growing very consistently for a long time. And it, it scares me because I never want to stop the momentum and, and stop that. And right. so that's why, frankly, I think we've been scared to take breaks because mm -hmm. you kind of got to take advantage while you can. Pokimane and others have been taking advantage and growing for such a long time where now they are being like literally forced based off mental health right, to take right. the, this time off. Yeah. And I think, like you said, we do put in like probably a little bit more work than we sh we need to, than we should perhaps. I know that- But it's a tough mentality to get over. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I, I know like my girlfriend gives me shit like constantly. Oh, you got a girlfriend. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, shout out to her. <laughs> but like, yeah, she'll wake up on the morning, like on a weekend and like, she'll see me at the computer, like just like on doing yeah. our SEO or looking at our analytics and she's like, calm down. And I'm, and like, I'm, and I'm and with Jake, my Jake girlfriend. Jake is here. Like, and, and I'm always checking Twitter and uh, she's like, I don't have Yeah, you're a girlfriend, your Twitter account. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I uh, think we can speak to a little bit of that mentality. Mm. I think it's great seeing Pokimane and others actually uh, enjoy these breaks. I, I mentioned as well, we've seen pro players taking their breaks as well during mm. a very weird time because the fans out there from the Counter-Strike scene or Call of Duty, whatever esport it's been, when these pros take breaks, we've actually seen responses of like, you're taking a break during quarantine or pandemic when you're uh -huh. not even traveling. It's right. had a it's had a weird effect on everyone, and I think it's it's been you know requiring some scheduled maintenance and downtime for a lot of people out there, which is well deserved. So mm -hmm. it is important to remember we all need to look after ourselves, take time for ourselves, take a break, unwind, yes. step away from the computer every now and again, and you know just decompress. Take care of yourself during uh -huh. these these wild wild times. Yeah. We hope you guys all enjoy the Esports Rewind podcast. Same time, same day, every single week. Zan, hit him with that outro. Oh, let's let's try to speed run this, Jake. Okay, as always, you can find us as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. That's a uh, that's P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N. And you know what? Actually saying Esports Talk Show Network actually kind of works because yeah, it is. It sounds it's nice. It's an Esports Talk Show Network, not Esports Talk. Like, you know. Ooh. Yeah. Future so. rebrand? No. no I don't know about that. But, you know, as always, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify there. Shout out 
out to all of our audio listeners. We greatly appreciate you tuning in. You can also find our esports news content every single day on YouTube at Esports Talk or on Twitter at Talk underscore Esports uh, Instagram at Esports underscore Talk. Exclusive content going live there pretty frequently throughout the week, so by all means, give us a follow there as well. Uh, you can reach out anytime in the comments and our DMs. All of our DMs are always open. We love hearing from you guys. We read every single message, even if we do not have time to respond to all of them. Thank you guys. Oh my gosh, that was so good. <laughs> Yo, that was you. really nice. I hope I hope you viewers are breathing right now. Uh, quick thanks again to all of you guys who subscribe, who comment, and the DMs really do mean a lot. Like mm. guys, uh, we can't do it all ourselves. We get Absolutely. so many video ideas from DMs. We can't respond to all of them, but ser seriously, thank you all. Thank you, thank you. Until next time, take care of yourselves, gamers. We'll catch you back here, uh, you know, sometime soon. And one last word from our sponsors. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball back in action, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24-7. And with the return of sports, Bet Online sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champ Robert Horry. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE, BetOnline, your online wagering experts. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon.